Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the hard knock life for us. One of the most popular musicals of all time is back. See Annie, Broadway's favorite orphan, live on stage in an all-new production. Hailed by the Chicago Tribune as one of the best family musicals ever written. Annie is back to spread hope for all the hard knocks life throws your way. So clear away those sorrows and get your tickets to Annie today. Annie comes to the San Jose Center for the Performing Arts from January 10th through the 15th. Get tickets now at BroadwaySanJose.com. Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This is Reception Perception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Okay, let's move on. Can we break down this Chargers and Chiefs game? Because, man, it was just, it was such a good game. Back and forth. It was great to see Keenan Allen back in the mix. I thought he helped lift that Chargers offense quite a bit. And, of course, the the special magic uh, between Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. But I kind of wanted to start with, uh, on the Chargers side of things. Um, And Keenan Allen just, even a diminished Keenan Allen, because that's what he was in this game. Even a diminished Keenan Allen brought so much stability to this offense, Matt. They got a guy who can get open. They got a guy who can beat man coverage, who knows how to sit down against zone coverage. And, you know, I think since the moment Keenan Allen got hurt early on in week one, everybody has been playing like a peg above where they should. Even Mike mm. Williams when he was out there, because I don't think Mike Williams is a number one receiver. Like, show me the guy who's an average to below average separator who's a legitimate number one receiver in the NFL. I don't think you. I don't think you can do it. You know, right. I, like there's nobody. You got to be able to get open. You got to be able to beat tight coverage. You can't just be a 50-50 ball receiver and be a legitimate number one receiver. So yeah. I think even Mike Williams was playing a peg above where he should have been because Keenan Allen's the number one in this offense because he dictates coverages and, and he just, again, knows how to get open. And then when Mike Williams goes down, it's like, all right, now we've got Josh Palmer as the top receiver, and, he, and that's not going to work. And I mean, I, like, there are people in, in the Discord this morning asking me about, uh, you know, Josh Palmer and, like, his production of late. It's like, okay, last night's one thing because – I think he actually played really well uh, last night he against did. Kansas City Chiefs, but totally. that's because Keenan Allen's back. And like, there, there's if there's one problem I have with the oh, there, I actually have a lot of problems with the way the Chargers design and call offense. But the number one thing is they have not adjusted the plays, the route combinations at all since they've had injuries. And it's like you're asking like DeAndre Carter to run the Keenan Allen routes. 
DeAndre Carter's a kick kick returner, okay? <laughs> and Keenan Allen's one of the best route runners in the NFL. Like he's right. not gonna do that. You know, Josh yeah. Palmer like moving around and trying to do this stuff too. So when you have a guy that can legitimately get open and actually cause mismatch problems, that's gonna make life easier for all the other guys, Josh Palmer included. And then like this is kind of one of the things that grinds my gears about like fantasy and stuff like that is okay. like, yeah, Josh Palmer had some good games coming into week 11, but the offense sucked. The offense was playing well below expectations. It's like right. wide receiver stats don't matter, bro. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if Josh Palmer's out there going like five for 68 and a touchdown or whatever. If the offense is stuck in the mud, like nobody's sitting there like, you know what? We had a good game because Josh Palmer had 68 yards and a touchdown or something like that. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> point of that is like i think having keenan allen back just makes this offense like what it's actually supposed to be and it, it's reflected in herbert's numbers too he has 9.3 yards per attempt last night he had you went under six the five pre, the four previous games right yeah yeah exactly um and you talk about the efficiency overall right like a 76.7 percent completion rate um that was the highest of the season the highest of the season uh, for Justin Herbert and and I get it you know hey listen K- Kansas City's pass defense their defense in general not very good right but that's okay I mean still overall I thought the offense looked a hell of a lot better 280 yards passing for um for Herbert two touchdowns and one interception um Mike Williams gets hurt again though boy how concerned are you about that on the overall last impacts um, on the offense and, and you know and could you actually expand a little bit on the whole Joshua Palmer thing because man I really did feel like he played well as a number two wide receiver again when I say that I, I Josh Palmer is like not a guy I really like um, I, I'm not saying he's an XFL talent or something like that like get this guy out of the league but he's like he should be at best your number three option in the passing game and yeah. when you've got Keenan Allen you've got Austin Eckler you've got Josh Palmer like that's fine you can get away with that but there's still like I still think last night, like there's something to, there was, there was something missing, you know, there could be more there. That's why you miss it. You're missing a guy like Mike Williams. You're missing some of that um, vertical sideline passes, but look, they did a lot to get uh, Josh Palmer against zone coverage, uh, get him some open shots downfield. And that's great. Like, again, he's not a bottom barrel talent or anything like that. I just don't think he's a legit starting receiver in the NFL. And when, you know, he's used in that type of way, I think that can be fine. So, yeah, to me, Palmer's a, like he's a he's just a guy, right? Like he's like a Zay Jones type of player. Like Zay Jones can I got pop you. up for games every now and again. So um, I still think that the Chargers, yeah, they're going to miss Mike Williams. Who, when the hell is Mike Williams going to play at this point? You know, a high ankle sprain. He reaggravates I it. I, you know, who I knows? Know. Like, I do think having Keenan Allen back though is is the is really the straw the straw that stirs the drink here. Like he's the most important part of this offense because. He is a high-end separator. He can still really beat zone coverage and beat man coverage, all that type of stuff. So having him back is is big overall for uh, for the L.A. Chargers offense. I mean, Keenan Allen, 5 of 8 for 94 yards. He had almost 19 yards per reception. That is... That is very impressive, man. That's uh, very impressive, especially for Keenan Allen and the routes uh, that he is running. Hey, I'll I'll throw this out there to you. Um, Darius Slayton or Josh Palmer, who you got? Like rest of season uh, in fantasy or like as a uh, talent? Yeah, just like Uh, a player, you know? Because I feel like Darius Slayton is, again, just like a nice professional wide receiver, but nothing special. But, you know, again, somebody I think that every football team would would like a player that every football team would like to have on their team. Yeah, I'll I'll take Slayton there. Um, Just think he's more consistently valuable as a vertical stretch option um, than Josh Palmer is. He's got brings a little bit more speed to the table. 
um, than Josh Palmer does. Like again, a lot of those pet routes that get him deep last uh, last yeah. night, those are a lot of like manufactured down the field. So, which again, that's great. Like Palmer can execute those plays, but I think you can find a lot of guys to execute those plays. Yeah, I I don't know. Slayton's not. A, he's a good example though. Not not from like a, a skill set standpoint, but just like a yeah, he's a professional wide receiver that's going to hang around. But what do the Giants like consistently try to upgrade? Even, not even just this group, which weirdly wanted to like kick Slayton out of town when they have like yeah. no wide receiver talent. But even the last Giants regime, you know, right, drafting right. Kadarius Tony, bringing, you know, signing Sterling Shepard to a long-term contract, like always kind of trying to replace a guy like uh, Darius Slayton. I think that the Chargers at the end of the year will probably look at like their receiver core and think, okay, we can do a little bit better here. All right. Hey, how about on the other sideline here? It was Travis Kelsey and I, I don't even know who else, you know, I mean, our, our dude Sky more popped up a little bit. Um, you know, again, Kadarius Tony gets hurt again. Um, I don't even know how many snaps he played, but man, he got targeted one time and we just never saw from him again, but let's flip this, that conversation on its head. You say, okay, well, listen, you, you need Keenan Allen back. You know, you'd like Mike Williams to be back for your, as your number two. And it's like, when I look at the Kansas city chiefs, it's like, they just manufacture yards. They are manufacturing opportunities. And I get that Travis Kelsey is a, a hall of fame player. But it is very rare for you to have ever seen this good of an offense run through a tight end. Yeah, and I mean, they, they play this guy, Justin Watson, runs around on 97% of the dropbacks, more, more than anybody <laughs> else on the team. Right. Like, Let me tell you what, I don't, I don't got an RP chart on uh, old Justin <laughs> Watson there. I don't have a lot of takes ready to fire off about Justin Watson, yeah. you know? Um, right. But man, I mean... The way that Mahomes was obviously getting the ball to to Watson a little bit, obviously getting the ball to Kelsey. I mean, they were the efficiency numbers out of their thirteen personnel, which is one back, three tight ends, last night against the Chargers was disgusting. I mean, disgusting. The, you know, getting the ball to this guy, Jody Forston, getting the ball to you know Noah yeah. Gray, stuff like that. These Noah other Noah Gray. <laughs> What? what is going on? I mean, we're watching. I mean, again, it's like we're watching the wizardry of, of, of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, just like having a mind meld um, doing special things here. Because, I mean, like, dude, I'm, I'm, it's like, are you serious, man? Like Joe Fortson, like MVS, Noah Gray, Justin Watson, like who are these dudes? And they're manufacturing yards, man. Like, it's really I don't know. Like I said, I don't think we've ever seen something like this in the NFL before. Well, I mean, this is why it's like, OK. I like Justin Herbert. I love Josh Allen. There's one, you know, Terminator right now in the NFL. There's one dude, and it's Patrick Mahomes, man. I mean, he's like, he's like a singular talent. I, I mean, he's the best. He's the best football player in the planet right now. I mean, <laughs> and he and he, we should have known that coming into the year. I mean, there were people that were legitimately like, dude, with the Chiefs, are they going to be fourth in the division? <laughs> what with Patrick with fifteen? I don't think so. Like, no way. I mean, he's he is a talent elevator and like I like Sky Moore but Sky Moore is a rookie receiver. I think Sky Moore played really well last night. Um you know yeah, 37.5 so targets per route run like he popped up a little bit. Um that yeah. was a nice call by you to call him a, a sleeper cuz here's the deal man, you know for the for the Tony Bros um it, it, like he was not involved the way I think people thought, you know, coming into the coming into the game. Like Sky Moore was on the field early. Like it wasn't as if Sky Moore was just there because then Kadarius Tony gets hurt. You know, obviously, I think Tony would have had a nice game, but he was still like a 40% snap player, 50% snap player for, for Canarius Tony because he's a gadget guy. He He's not really a guy that's going to go out there and win on a route-by-route -route basis. And I think Sky Moore is learning to be that player. And, and then, you know, then you've got guys like Justin Watson and MVS who 
are not like legit separators either. But I mean, Mahomes no. is just unbelievably good, and you know, I, I I'm very like, how do you if you're if you're a team that's like you see him trotting out there, less than two minutes to go. In, in a game-winning situation. Dude, dude, I already you already knew it was over. Like, when when the Chargers took the lead and, and the Chiefs got the ball back, you already knew it was over. I don't know how they're going to do it, but Mahomes is going to do something and, and they're going to win. And plus, it's like <laughs> I'm watching the game with my buddy John Hansen, who's a Minnesota Vikings fan, right? And he's like, he calls the Chargers uh, Minnesota West, <laughs> you know, oh. where it's just like, like the fan base has been so scarred they know it's over. It's you know over, what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, that was tough, man. But I don't know what this was, this game plan that they, they utilized here in Kansas city. Um, but I want to harken back to it. Like you talk about 13 personnel, they're using these three tight ends. Like you look at the participation here, uh, for the chiefs, Justin Watson played 87% of the snaps. There wasn't another receiver who played 70%. Sky yeah. Moore was third in participation and he played less than 40% of the snaps, Matt. What, what is this offense? Like, this is, this is like magic. And, and you know, here's the thing. If Mahomes struggled somewhat this year, you could point to the roster and say, well, yeah, of course he's going to struggle because dude, look at how they've constructed the roster. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't yeah. have reliable wide receivers. They don't have anyone who's a natural separator um, in terms of like man-to-man coverage, like adding Juju was nice, but that's not enough. Like, again, you talk about who's the one, who's the two, like Juju's obviously a number two Mahomes and Andy Reed and the chiefs. They had all the reason in the world in a year, by the way, I feel like the entire NFL offense has taken a step back. Mahomes and company have just kept trudging on like that is I mean, truly, honestly, it has been incredible. I really think like coming into this year, it, this is like a statement season for Patrick Mahomes because and I don't really don't know like what is wrong with people uh, online sometimes where like the, you say something about Patrick Mahomes is like, oh, yeah, but Andy Reid or oh, yeah, but Travis Kelce. It's like just just enjoy football for for a second, please. <laughs> like and like be honest with yourself that he's ridiculous okay it's yeah he's it's ridiculous. okay it's okay it's, to, to be honest with, with what you like it's okay to trust your eyes and just believe it okay um yeah. not have to just like try to discredit things all the time <laughs> but i really think this was like a statement season for mahomes because it was his first year without tyree kill like there was obviously Correct. all this yeah. mm-hmm. and look yeah like you said these guys are all fine mvs is fine in what he does juju is a, a good player but not a number one receiver um like, all right, how do you elevate these dudes? Like, how do you, what do you do when you're surrounded by guys who aren't Tyreek Hill, who's a no doubt about it, top three receiver in the NFL? And I think this, and he's probably going to win. He's going to be probably going to moonwalk to the MVP at this point. <laughs> oh, Patrick God, Holmes. Yes. So yeah, Absolutely. it's a statement season. And I actually kind of feel, this is totally narrative stuff, but I actually kind of feel yeah. like watching him play this year and like the way he talks in like press conferences, he's just all business, all like, I think he kind of knows it was a statement season as well, especially because like Tyreek was out there, you know, yapping all the time in the off season about, well, Tua <laughs> just as good as Mahomes. And, and look, a lot of his Tua, Tua takes look great at this point, Tyreek Hill, but I yeah. kind of feel like Mahomes knew this was a statement season. And, and so far, like he's lived up to the billing for sure. Yeah. He's on a mission, dude. He is absolutely on a mission. It's, it's just crazy. It's Travis Kelsey. And I don't know who, 
You know, I mean, in, in a week where you're taking on the Chargers, divisional rival, in a week that, you know, you don't have Juju Smith, you you lose Kadarius Tony early on, you just, I mean, you're out there making it up as you go, and just magic, you know, just yeah. absolute magic, man. It's, dude, come on, this guy's, this guy's ridiculous. He's next level, dude. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 